Nanadost Podcast. Everybody, yes, welcome back to another episode. This is episode two of the Nanodose podcast. Remember, this is a podcast where you get a dose of how to take action. I love that word action of efficient adulting people, listeners, Nanadosas. Remember to join me this and every Sunday at what time? 3 p.m. on what platforms? youtube apple podcast and yes i said apple podcast i have officially leveled all the way up <laughs> uh we want to i want you to join me on google podcast as well anchor and spotify <laughs> oh today people want to get right into it i think we have a full episode a full load of things i want to discuss and tackle so i want to get into the question that we're tackling today which is is non-consensual posting a form of cyber bullying very interesting question think about it now with me today in my presence my wonderful presence i have a guest of course it's a guest he is a computer scientist slash software programmer analyst all the way in the Cayman Islands. Um, back in 2010 and 2009, he represented the NCU at the Imagine Cup Finals competition. And for those persons who don't know what the Imagine Cup competition is, it is an annual competition that is sponsored and hosted by the Microsoft Corporation, big things, that brings student developers together to compete in various software developments. People, I speak of no other than the great Trevor Williams. <laughs> hey, 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 wow. That was such a great introduction. Thanks. Thanks for that introduction. Thanks for having me, Ashiva. I'm glad to be here. Yes, Javor, it is my absolute pleasure, my absolute honor to host you here on the Nanadost podcast. Now, earlier I had mentioned that you were a computer scientist. And this episode, we don't want to tackle it from a scientific point of view. Instead, we want to tackle it from a social point of view. And as the question that we're tackling states that, is non-consensual posting a form of cyberbullying? Ultimately, we want to answer this question, right? But in order to answer this question, we need to first understand cyber crimes because cyber crimes is where the whole perspective and the whole world of cyber bullying is stemming from. So Trevor, I want you to explain the difference between cyber crimes and cyber bullying. Is there even a difference between the two cyber crimes and cyber bullying that is? All right. Um, well, let us start by discussing what cyber crimes are. Cyber crimes are, well, criminal acts carried out in the cyberspace. Um, they're generally executed using electronic channels, electronic means, um, things like hacking, um, you know, gaining unlawful access, which is also a subset of hacking. 
um, those kinds of actions that are seen as illegal and are executed once again through electronic channels come under the whole umbrella that is called cyber crimes. So then cyber bullying is a subset of cyber crimes where, like you mentioned, unconsensual sharing of material, um, you know, somebody else's picture and you are the one sharing it. Um, those things come under cyberbullying. So cyberbullying is a very, very serious offense. There are laws against cyberbullying. There are um, actions that are taken against people who share other person's material, especially personal material, uh, without their consent. And yes, it's a very serious thing. Yes, I absolutely agree with what you're saying. In fact, I'm happy that you mentioned about cyber crimes as we, we were discussing, because as you said, they are crimes, as the word suggests, cyber crimes. Now, as it pertains to cyber bullying, there is not a legal definition of cyberbullying under the Cyber Crime Act of 2015 for those persons who didn't know. So, therefore, it makes it hard for persons who are victims of these crimes to get justice. And one form of cyberbullying are things such as online harassment, as you had mentioned via social media. So, we're going on to the next question then. So, are things such as online harassment via social media considered cyberbullying? What's your take on that? Well, yes, I did peruse that document uh, fairly recently, at least the Jamaican one, and there was not a very, very clear definition of what cyberbullying was. Um, but then, in general, cyberbullying does entail harassment, um, you know, via social media, via public forums or fora, um, pretty much just think about bullying in the traditional sense when you talk about a bully it's somebody who basically takes advantage of what they perceive to be your weaknesses right so then you when you take that to the cyberspace now the bully may not necessarily have physical contact with you and they may not be able to and they may never have to but in the cyberspace you know in a public chat they would take you on they would troll you trolling is, is a form of making fun of you. You know, everything you say, they're the first persons to cow it down and embarrass you online. Um, you, you also have what they call cyber stalking, where, you know, people even make fake accounts just for the purpose of following you to see what you're doing, collecting data on you um, to use it maliciously against you later on. Um, so there, there are a number of, ways that cyberbullying can be executed and probably the most obvious of them all um, would be the non-consensual sharing of personal um, information or personal content and this usually happens or at least it is most recognized when maybe you know nude pictures of an individual would be leaked onto the internet and a lot of the times this happens when a relationship goes sour you know you and i were dating you leave me and i have some pictures of you so out of vengeance i post them online those things are considered cyberbullying now 
you you did mention that there is no clear definition and i would agree that there is it's hard to find a very clear definition one because well technology is developing in recent times at a very rapid pace so when you thought you had it figured out three months later there's a new platform there's a new way of doing this in the cyberspace and then there's another outlet for another way for somebody to attack you so it's probably a bit difficult for them to clearly define and outline that these are the things that constitute cyberbullying um, the laws and and the quote-unquote definitions are probably lagging behind because it's probably in like a wait and see mode you know um, let's wait let's see what somebody does that is can be perceived as malicious and they shouldn't do it again or other persons shouldn't come and do it okay that's a form of cyberbullying so that is also um, something that you have to bear in mind when when trying to look at what is or look into the whole topic of cyberbullying it's a very complex and it's a very delicate um, topic because once again cyberbullying for an adult might be different from cyberbullying for a teenager because a teenager can feel cyberbullied because he's harassed in a public forum whereas cyberbullying for an adult might you know harassment in a public forum may be nothing but then the sharing of new pictures would be a much bigger issue so there it's a very delicate and it's it's always evolving that's that's what makes it so hard to peg and to define understood understood now i would like to reiterate something that you said you said because technology is constantly evolving it makes it harder for cyberbullying to be clearly defined as well as a law to really house this cyberbullying entity now what about the person who participates in the reposting of various unconsented contents and we can go both old and young persons for the young persons for example what if you know they were doing something silly maybe even how they had a fall or something and somebody recorded them posted that on social media and that circulates on different so many different platforms what about those persons who reposts and 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 shares these contents are they considered cyberbullies too all right well for this one we can we can go back to bullying without the cyber right um so let's put ourselves in a situation where someone starts a rumor all right whether you see it in the movies i don't know how much this happens in jamaica i've never been a victim of it um you know personally maybe somebody in jamaica but mostly you would see this happen in the movies right somebody starts up some rumor about some girl doing something and then there are persons who would hear the rumor and rubbish it and say oh nothing nothing like that i will never repeat this and there are those who take it and they run on with it like wildfire so it's easy to say that the person who started the rumor is the bully but then the persons who are repeating the rumor and adding more fuel to the fire that the the, the rumor is blazing are also as complicit as the person who started it so i'm just going to run a parallel now with sharing and resharing because i i as a well-thinking adult and i mean i'm an adult 
um, teenagers and, and worse children may not have the moral compass that I do and they may not necessarily see how much these actions really hurt people. They may not be able to appreciate it as much as we adults will be able to. But the fact is that we all should have some common knowledge of something that is good versus bad. So if I see a video of somebody in a, you know, in some action, in some position that is easily perceived as bad because I would never want to be in that position, then I should be able to make a decision as to whether I'm going to share this with somebody else or not, right? No, I, I can't speak to if the law would treat the sharer or the resharer, reposter of this material the same way they would treat the original, the source of the content. I, I can't speak to that part, but in practice, you are as much a cyberbully if you're reposting content that's embarrassing or malicious as the person who it originated from. And I'm going to run another parallel with um, even videos, uh, you know, child pornography. If you have a video on your phone, even if somebody forwarded it to you and it contains um, footage of a minor doing things that minors should not be doing, the police will arrest you. They're not going to ask you where you got it from. They probably don't even want to know the source because the fact is you shouldn't be in possession of it because if you're in possession of it, you could easily have been the, the source of it versus you could have easily spread it even more. So, so all of that just to say, I think that you are as much a cyberbully if you're reposting content that is malicious or embarrassing about somebody as the person who posted it in the first place. And in fact, it really boils down to right or wrong, as you said. I want to highlight that because it's simple ethical practices. If each individual were to answer, would I want that to happen to me? I think the cyberspace, as you call it, would be a better place to even browse through. Um, but we want to take this up a notch. We want to explore um, social media influencers because a lot of them have platforms for example youtube and instagram where they post and they repost other non-consensual contents now oftentimes it may not be illicit or explicit contents right for example pornography but it is non-sensual at the end of the day and in fact I have a close relative that went viral the other day, um, but thankfully the face wasn't seen. So, you know, persons, a lot of persons didn't know it was that person. <laughs> I can't call any names. But yeah, um, and this was in fact reposted by a popular social media influencer and it spread all over social media. So then, this brings me to my next question. In situations now, because we're getting more practical, where money making is involved, <laughs> remember, I know it is non consensual in the first place, but should the individuals who are a part of these videos or pictures, should they be compensated? Should they get a piece of the money that some of these social influencers are getting? <laughs> Should they? What do you think? 
<laughs> well, that that one, that one, I'm not entirely sure how to address that one. So, um, like you would be alluding to when these influencers post these things, um, persons they get they get an influx of traffic to their pages and their you know websites because people want to see the content and so of course some people like you said make actually make a living off of um posting these things now the the fact remains that while we may not see or um or may not be able to interpret a clear definition for cyber bullying in the cyber crimes act the fact remains that Cybercrimes division exists for things like this. If you feel like a cybercrime has been committed against you, and it could be as simple as somebody resharing content that you know you really are embarrassed about having out there, you can report it. At the end of the day, it is your image. <laughs> Whether or not it was taken using your device, it's still your image, it's still your brand, right? Um, these things can lead to defamation of character um, and just overall embarrassment, right? So as an individual, you have the right to not feel embarrassed when you walk down the street because a video of you that you didn't put out there and you, didn't, you would prefer isn't out there um, is, is, well, out there and people are seeing it and they see you and they recognize you and make you put you in a situation where you feel embarrassed to be out on the road every individual has the right to not feel that way so at the end of the day i i'm not going to say that you should get a piece of the pie i mean if you if you approach the influencer or or the person who shared your your image um and you ask for a piece of the pie then that agreement is between you and that influencer Right. And at that point, you would have to give up some of your rights um, and have a have an understanding with that individual that your image is being um, tarnished and pro probably in an acceptable manner for you. Everybody has their tolerance level. So maybe, you know, you, you can tolerate the damage, quote unquote, that is doing to your image. As long as you're getting money, that's between you and whoever has the video. And whoever might share it, that's entirely up to you. But then the fact remains that you can report these things to the police um, if somebody has posted content of you that you're not appreciative of. And, well, let's just say if money is not your motivation, then you can approach that division of the, the police force. So you're saying it's either <laughs> you suppress your standards you suppress your self-image, right, for money, or you defend that image and you you defend your standards. You can't have it both ways. So, Nana Dosa, tell me what you think. Should these persons who are in these videos be compensated? What do you think? You know how to reach me, Nana Dosa underscore podcast at gmail.com. Trevor, we're at our final question. And we want to enhance persons who are a victim of cyberbullying. We want to enhance their, their, their life because we want to give them ways they can prevent and lessen the occurrences of cyberbullying. What are some ways they can prevent and lessen their, the reoccurrence of cyberbullying? 
Right. Well, there are several ways. Um, some are directly within your control. And, well, uh, let me just put this out there, some sort of a disclaimer. None of the above will be necessarily foolproof or absolutely safe or a catch-all. Um, sometimes we fall into unfortunate situations and that's just how it is. But like you said, ways to prevent it, at least steps we can take to prevent it. Um, one, be careful what you store. <laughs> um, nowadays, people are like paparazzi. Everything that happens, they want footage of it. And unfortunately, that footage sometimes comes at their own expense because they're taking footage of themselves doing things that they think, well, it's on my phone, it's secure, or they share with one friend, um, and then that friend shares it with another friend, of course, and everybody sharing it with everybody and saying don't share it with everybody else. So be careful what you want, store slash capture, and then two, be even more careful with what you share, right? Because some people, like I said, are actually the source of their own cyberbullying. Um, now, I can appreciate that some of us want to store things. Make sure you, sh you store it in a secure space. Your phone is not as secure, not because you have it on your person. I mean, there are more enhanced or, you know, there are more enhancements coming out with um, security on apps. Like a lot of them are putting on fingerprint locks now on a fingerprint capable phone. You can put on a fingerprint um, lock on a particular app. And then that would prevent somebody from gaining access as easily as they probably would have um, under other circumstances. But the reality is that, you, you know, the, you have the responsibility to make sure that you're storing your things in a, a secure um, space as possible. All right. So protect your accounts, protect your spaces and then, well, reach out for help. Now, Reaching out for help um, could be like we discussed, you know, as you, as you see an inclination of your, your material being shared, you reach out to the relevant authorities. Um, if that, that, and sometimes you don't even have to go that far. Most websites nowadays allow you to actually report. Um, so like even on YouTube, if there's a video that you don't like or you found it offensive, you can actually report it. And if enough of you report it and on most social media platforms, you can report it and the social media platform will actually take it under advisement, put the content in scrutiny and oftentimes block the content. So that would um, reduce the exposure pretty much. And sometimes it could just be an, an, an easy, um, well, not easy, but it could be a conversation, right? You, you see somebody hustling you online, harassing you, whatever it is they're doing, you can ask them to stop. Just have a conversation and say, please stop, right? So just to cap it all off and just to summarize some of the points I just made, um, one, be careful what you store. Two, be careful where you store it. Make sure you're storing it in a secure place. Um, protect your password and safeguard that space as best as possible um, be careful how you use public computers and open you know emails from persons you don't know all of those things you just have to be aware in the cyberspace because the reality is that somebody doesn't need to know you or anything about you to want to actually 
you know, become a cyber bully towards you. They just get a target, they get as far as they need to get, and then sometimes it goes even as far as blackmail um, when they get your, your material and then they say, you know, pay me X amount or else I will repost. So you just want to make sure that you are doing your due diligence also. Um, and like I said, you have on public forums, they generally have a support system or at least a mechanism through which you can report um, material that you've found offensive and, you know, just keep your eyes open. That's, that's, that's the best um, advice that I can give you or anyone who probably would like to know how to prevent um, cyberbullying. Thank you so much, Trevor, for all your points. In fact, you hit all the points that I had on my list, except one, and that is to shed awareness. Yes, we want to shed awareness to the persons of rural communities who do not understand fully the implications of their actions, um, understand the implications of what they are doing to victims of these crimes, and even persons who are not so technologically savvy, right? Um, for example, older persons who are just, you know, trying to fit in somewhere with the younger generation. So we want to shed awareness. I think different clubs and societies, different universities, different high schools even, if we can take it there. Um, churches, we need to highlight um, the, 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 the implications of, of cyberbullying. Um, and in fact, that can lead to a lesson or prevention of it, right? Uh, we have come to the end of, I think this was a great episode. Trevor, I want to thank you so much for joining me. Well, Ashiva, I want to thank you for having me. I really enjoyed um, this conversation. And I once again want to thank you for considering me. And yeah. Before you go, though, do you mind telling my nanadosas your social media platform? I'm aware as well that you have a YouTube channel. Yeah, man, tell them so they can all subscribe and follow you. Uh, no problem. Well, I am accessible on pretty much all the major social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. Um, and you can just look for my name, Trevor Williams. That's T-R-E-V-O-I-R Williams. Uh, it's unique enough that I'll be very easy to find. And my YouTube channel, well, my handle is Braniac22. I was very young when I created it. But pretty much that channel is where I post a number of tutorials for programming, you know, web design, application design. If you're interested in, you know, getting a jump start in an IT career, you can always check out the resources that I have on my channel. You heard it best from Trevor. Go follow him on social media. I implore you to, hey, go follow me on social media. Don't forget my socials. Remember, Instagram page, nanadose underscore podcast underscore, right? On YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, etc. You can find me at Nanadosed Podcast. All right. So look for me. Hit that like button. Now, especially for YouTube. I know you guys are listening, but you're not subscribing. The numbers tell on you. Can I employ you guys? Can I beg of you to just press that red subscribe button? Please. 
Thank you guys. Thank you so much. Before we go officially go, I just want to give a word of encouragement for the upcoming week. Uh, I want to remind you guys that everything you do here in the physical world is connected to the spiritual world. Whether you eat, drink, laugh, or sleep, it's all connected to the spiritual. So be careful of what you tell people. Be careful of how you act. Be careful of how you treat people. Because it all goes back to the spiritual. And we want to have healthy spiritual lives. We want to have healthy minds. We want to have healthy spirits. So in essence, be careful of everything you do here in the physical for the upcoming week all right you guys thank you for tuning in to the entire episode yes you stuck around till the end join me next week at 3 p.m here on this platform whatever platform you're listening from where you're gonna get a dose of another meaningful treat i would call it all right fam nanadosas you have been nanadosed